Hi all and welcome to episode 16 of our professional perspective series of what cause inspires you. I'm your host Alicia Gupta and today I have with me Joseph Kolapabi. What Cause Inspires You is a podcast founded for students ages 13 to 21 to be able to share the service they're doing in their communities. We recently launched our professional perspective series in order for experts in their field to give insight to our youth about how to make a stronger impact and accelerate social justice movements. Joseph is a young professional who is passionate about social justice. He currently serves as the project director for Reach Across, an international nonprofit. He's also the lead for an online response platform responding to COVID-19 challenges known as Solve Squad. Additionally, he is a global shaper with the World Economic Forum. This podcast series will be available on Spotify and YouTube under Humanity Rising Voices. Joseph, I'm extremely excited to be speaking with you today. Are you ready to begin? Yeah, sounds great. All right, let's just dive in then um, with, with a question about um, your personal call. So how does a call to social justice shed light onto action within a community setting? Yeah, that's a great question. I think a lot of individuals, especially young people, they have certain causes that are really close to their heart. Obviously, social justice is such a big um, issue and um, especially within context of different countries it looks uh, different depending on which community uh, you're a part of but for me personally I think um, whenever I, I used to visit different countries overseas especially my home country in India I often used to see a lot of abject poverty and you know social issues that were affecting a lot of people especially young people because um, in India, especially about 65% of the population is under the age of 35. So there's a lot of people who are dealing with these issues on a personal level. And I, I used to see that firsthand whenever I used to travel. So I think that kind of struck a chord in me to see what I could do individually to kind of tap into to what we could do as a movement with the social justice movement. And that really got me uh, introduced to a lot of what the UN was doing at the time. Um, in overseas countries and even in the States as well. So uh, when I started getting connected to the UN, I think that really gave me a, a better idea, a, a broader picture of what I could do um, personally, but also as a collective as well. Awesome, and you had mentioned um, working or seeing children in poverty in India, your hometown, but obviously in a lot of other developing countries. What would you say then is your main call to action um, or essentially in other words, what cause inspires you the most? Yeah, I think definitely unlocking the potential of young people. So in terms of empowerment, that's been my personal call. Seeing so many young people have so much incredible potential, you know, talents and skills. But how do you kind of connect that to your your personal passion and how does that work in in the work that you do so the nonprofits i was working with overseas especially in india they had a a big focus on on young people and how we can kind of give young people a voice and a platform for change so we would go into villages and kind of hold these trainings and get young people to be involved and really see how can they contribute um to to the wider picture of obviously social justice so that look like, you know, obviously, you know, gender equality, education, employment, 
And I think those three were the main areas of concern for young people. How can we connect their passions to obviously ways that they can be involved in social justice? So that was kind of the, the initial platform that we were using to, to kind of train and empower young people to do that as well. That's amazing. And definitely, you know, youth empowerment is something you and I can both agree on. Um, a lot of the work that I've done is with youth empowerment, whether it's for what cause inspires you, which is entirely student run um, by students to help students kind of enrich their own platforms and their own voices to voice whatever passion that they are interested in. Um, but also with Maitri, um, that helps kind of victims of domestic violence and partner abuse but my role specifically was as a youth lead to essentially take those important topics and educate the youth about it to see you know we are the next generation to stand up and make a change we need to be educated on topics such as toxic masculinity and gender um, inequality and how we can make that step kind of closer to home and that change begins with the youth definitely. Um, so kind of on that note, you and I have both been working with young people and it's not easy uh, educating them. So what has been the biggest challenge for you working with youth on causes that you care about? Yeah, I think the biggest challenge has just been I guess a lot of young people are very apprehensive of getting into a certain field where they're not, they don't have any prior experience or they haven't been trained in a certain field of, you know, how do I connect with other people who I don't know uh, or in a context I'm not familiar with. So a lot of young people are dealing with insecurity. Uh, as you mentioned, they probably have some sort of trauma or they're coming from, um, family backgrounds or personal issues themselves. So it's, it's definitely difficult or, or a bit of a challenge to connect with people on that level if you don't gain trust. So I think when you're working in that field, you have to kind of develop those relationships or connections with young people naturally and kind of gain their trust over time. And that way you can be more effective when it comes to actually uh, engaging them in the, in the work that you're doing. So I think, you know, going back to countries like India or Nepal and and definitely seeing what changes have happened over time. And then obviously working with young people and seeing how they've progressed over time has been really helpful in obviously, you know, encouraging and empowering them to, to make changes and, and become leaders as well. Definitely. And times are continuously changing and that's even more evident, especially in the time um, of COVID-19 and quarantining. And we have seen a lot more social justice movements, especially on social media, come to rise during the pandemic. And it's been amazing, but there's still a lot of more challenges that are posed because of um, this, this global virus and the pandemic as a whole. And I know you mentioned earlier that you um, are the lead for an online response platform, Solve Squad. So I was just wondering, how has your international engagement inspired your work to expand during the global pandemic? Yeah, that's a great question. I think obviously like most young people have had to see how we can use digital tools to kind of inspire change in young people. But it has opened up different opportunities to connect with people, you know, across the world because everyone's now online. You can really connect with people from anywhere. So Solve Squad kind of came about um, early last year 
in 2020 when obviously the pandemic was was kind of spreading across the globe. So through the World Economic Forum, which um, I'm working with at the moment, they have what they call Global Shaper Hubs, which are basically young professional hubs um, of people who are working in different fields, such as you know, business, nonprofit, education, uh, healthcare, things like that, but all coming together around a common purpose. So there's about 400 hubs in around uh, 150 countries around the world. So um, locally, I've been uh, involved as a global shaper leading this initiative called Solve Squad, which is basically um, using an online platform to connect uh, young people who want to use their skills or to volunteer their time if they're working from home or if they're in transition between you know, classes or, or they're taking online distance education, they have more time on their hands. Um, but they're able to basically use extra hours outside of work or study to connect with social causes closest to them. So we basically act as a, a connecting tool where we connect people who can sign up on our site and um, we basically um, match their skills to organization that's closest to them. So based on their location or their, their interest in, you know, um, helping, you know, girls in tech or helping, you know, in the hospitality industry or education, uh, things of that nature. So we've basically been connecting young people that way um, and, and kind of really expanding our partnerships uh, based on that model. That's amazing and definitely very similar and parallel to what cause inspires you and our, our general mission. And I can personally say as a student during the pandemic, um, opportunities are sometimes really hard to come across. Um, you know, online platforms are not easy to navigate all the time. Um, so something like Solve Squad definitely can be super beneficial and I'm sure a lot of our audience members agree about that. Um, just on the topic of your various interests um, and work in organizations, I was wondering if you can shed a little bit more light about Reach Across and also if there was any time in Reach Across that inspired you or pushed you to step outside of your comfort zone and how that led to your growth as a whole in social justice. Yeah, I think uh, when I first got involved in Reach Across, which was about a year and a half ago, um, I was basically kind of looking at how I can use a lot more of my work with young people, especially from different cultural backgrounds um, in the work that I'm doing in, in the nonprofit uh, field. So Reach Across is kind of an international nonprofit that works in different countries, but it's unique in the fact that usually when we do projects in overseas countries, um, we identify the need of the community first, um, instead of kind of coming up with solutions from a Western perspective. So we basically go into the community, ask the community leaders what they need, and then basically create a project out of that. And eventually, you know, further down the line, once the project has kind of been completed in its initial stages, you know, three to five years from the time we initiate the project, we kind of hand over the leadership to the to the locals. So I think that kind of model uh, really inspired me um, to see what I could do in, in sort of uh, creating our own projects uh, locally, uh, working with young people. So we noticed um, in the community that we work in that a lot of young people, uh, especially from, you know, refugee or migrant backgrounds, don't have as many opportunities um, as other young people who might be in more affluent neighborhoods. So we really wanted to focus on how we could 
uh, assist them and kind of walk alongside them to give them opportunities, whether it's in, you know, workplace experience or, you know, volunteering or, you know, speaking engagements, things like that, kind of pushing them to uh, explore different opportunities outside of their comfort zone, but obviously giving them the tools and training to do that so they were confident enough to kind of step up as leaders, uh, especially as emerging leaders within their community. So that kind of inspired me to do that. I mean, personally, as a young person and more of an introvert, it was hard for me to kind of take on responsibility as a leader. But I think once you realize that you have the capacity and you can kind of build up the confidence to do that and inspire others, it kind of makes it a bit easier. Definitely. And, you know, that's a really interesting approach. And I think one that more organizations should adapt to is um, not having, I guess, a strict platform or curriculum that needs to be enforced in the communities that you were trying to help. Because oftentimes, you know, each community comes with its own um, benefits, its own cultures, its own ways of doing things and going about life. That's so important, important for us to adapt to. So as an organization as a whole, I think it's beautiful to actually elect community leaders that can help guide their community through that change making process. Um, and all in all, you know, keep the rituals and keep the culture that the community has established without kind of infiltrating, especially when we're talking about internationally or, or um, multicultural com communities. So on that note, do you believe that working with BIPOC or multicultural communities helps see the bigger picture of social justice and the need for change in society? Absolutely, because I think they're the ones who have experienced it firsthand and kind of, you know, listening to their stories and kind of their perspectives, it helps shed light on how we can improve as an organization, um, especially when you're going or working in a community outside of your own. It's important to kind of identify with their struggles and um, their triumphs as well, because there are definitely significant changes that have happened in their life and they all have hopes and dreams that they want to aspire to especially young people because they have so many ideas that they want to put into place but I think just having the support structures around them is what they lack so as organizations or even as individuals if you can come alongside them and encourage them I think that's the first step in the right direction. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joseph. And I definitely can see a lot of similarities between the causes that you're passionate about and the causes that I'm passionate about. And it's so great to see a little bit um, of older generations, but, but even our youth, you know, really try and take a step to empower other youth, because I do think that this is a community building process and we need to empower others and support others as well as kind of going about our own organizations. Um, I love to call what cause inspires you as the platform to boost other platforms. And I think that's essentially what you guys are doing as well is really establishing a network that we can support and empower other change makers to go change their own communities and um, follow their own passions, which is absolutely beautiful. Before we close off today, do you have any word of advice for all of our aspiring change makers? Yeah, I would definitely say to young people, don't be afraid to try something new. I mean, when I was studying business, I had no idea that I would eventually be, you know, leading a nonprofit or doing anything particularly creative because my field was definitely more structured. Um, 
Um, I think being able to kind of shift your focus to the need of the hour is, is extremely important. Obviously, with COVID, things change and there are certain things outside of our control. But as young people, I think our greatest advantage is the ability to adapt to change. Um, so for young people, I would definitely say, yeah, kind of step outside of your comfort zone and try something new. And don't be afraid to take up that opportunity that's you know right outside your doorstep. Definitely. Thank you so much, Joseph. This has been extremely insightful. Um, you can contact Joseph at joseph.kolapudi at Facebook and LinkedIn and also on reachacross.org.au. Be sure to also follow our Instagram and Facebook pages to stay updated on scholarship opportunities, future podcasts and events for all of our students at humanity.rising and at what cause inspires you. And also sign up for our weekly email newsletter at www.humanityrising.org. That's all we have for today, but be sure to look out for more professional perspective episodes on what cause inspires you. I'm your host, Alicia Gupta, and I hope you all continue changing the world.